Welcome to the latest episode of Women's Hockey Digest. I'm your host Stephen Edwards and today I'm delighted to be joined by Sydney Vossman from the Kellicott Whale and Mia Dent from the Metropolitan Riveters. First up is Sydney Vossman. Delighted to be joined by Sydney Vossman of the Connecticut Whale. Sydney, thanks so much for joining me. How's it going? Good. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's a pleasure to have you on. We're just removed from the holiday season. So before we get delving into your career so far and talking about the Connecticut Whale, a happy new year to you and how was your holiday season break? Thank you as well. It's been it's been uh, really good so far. Nice and relaxing. Pretty cold though. This is it, isn't it? It's, it's that time of the year, and uh, depending on where you are in the United States, the uh, the temperatures certainly have dropped. It's not so bad over here in the UK, so I can't complain. Yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> so let's get to know you a bit better. So where did you grow up, and when did you first start playing hockey? Uh, I'm from Minnetonka, Minnesota, um, so kind of the hockey town of the world, obviously. Um, I started playing when I was pretty young, probably about six, uh, just skating and whatnot. And then uh, I have an older brother who plays hockey, so he kind of just threw me in the net with his friends. And that's kind of, I guess I answered two questions in that. That's kind of how I became a goalie. So, Did you know what you was letting yourself in for? I honestly didn't. You know, I, I wasn't fully aware how often I would be getting hit with pucks for the rest of my life, but I guess I can't complain. It's gotten <laughs> me this far. When you found the game of hockey and you become a goalie, was that kind of like the calling for you? And you thought, I, no, I can actually do this. Um, yeah. I mean, I've always loved uh, to compete. That's kind of been my thing over the years. And being a goalie, it kind of is a different sense of competition. Obviously you want to compete for your team, but as a goalie, like you're the last one back before that puck goes into the net. So it's almost another sense of competition. Like um, I, I need to do this for my team. So you know, at the end of the day, no matter whose fault it is, the puck gets past me last. So I can kind of take more responsibility for that. And that's kind of, I think, why I was able to be successful in the goaltender position. Do you like the one-on-one showdown sometimes when a forward's breathing down your neck and it's just you against them? <laughs> yeah, I love it. I mean, like I said, I I just love to compete. So anytime that I'm presented with an opportunity where I'm going to be the, the person responsible for whether or not this puck goes in the net, it's a pretty good feeling. Dan Rice asks, favorite hockey goalie growing up, male or female? Um, I'm a Wild fan, so I grew up watching all the Minnesota goalies, obviously. Um, but I've always had a weird interest in Ryan Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, he was Buffalo when I watched him growing up, but he's kind of been my, my guy I've watched for a while, so... See, I'm showing my age a bit here. So when I think of Minnesota hockey, I think of the North Stars and now the Dallas Stars. So I'm I'm showing my oh, yeah. age a bit. Yeah, um, I never really watched them. More just more just a big Wild fan. And Matt Smither asks, what kind of physical conditioning would you recommend for someone starting to play goal as an adult? Um, that's a good question because the, the position's obviously a little different than being a forward or a defenseman. Um, for me, I think. Uh, your core stability is really, really important. Obviously, you're flopping around all over the net, and having a, a strong core is really good for that. So I try to do a lot of extra uh, core cardio circuits aside from just the team lifts um, because I think if I have to work on one thing, that's probably the main main part. So i definitely say working on the core and balance, stability, things like that. You went to Quinnipiac University. Dan Rice says, favorite college memory? Uh, definitely my junior year. Um, so two years ago we won the conference. 
we had a, a pretty good team. We were kind of like a little dynasty team that year, and and we ended up uh, winning regular season and the ECAC conference championships. So that's probably my best memory of college. And Jose Quarfus says, "Tell us a bit about your pads and masks with Quinnipiac and also the whale." Yeah. Um, so at Quinnipiac, I was always kind of into pretty plain pads, like just white with a few colors there. And then this year, I tried to go more ter- towards the colored side of the pads. Um, figured I'd try to be a little more creative. Um, nothing really too special to them, but I like that there's green and blue in there. And as a, in regards to my helmet, uh, at Quinnipiac, I had a design, but here with the whale, I just am going with plain white right now. I just think it looks kind of cool. Um, at Quinnipiac, though, I would have the the state Minnesota State bird on the back of my helmet, um, a squid cartoon because that was my nickname, which I think is another question we yeah. might bring up here in a second. Whilst we're talking of that, yeah, Jose also follows that up with, where did nickname Squid come from? <laughs> um, so I don't know if you know the show Rocket Power, but I grew up loving that. It was a like, cartoon kind of this like surfer skateboard crew in like California or something, and. And the little goalie that played, they, they played street hockey a lot. And the little goalie that played was named Squid. So I just, I think in squirts, I just was given that nickname because I loved playing goalie and it just stuck. So let's talk about the whale. You were drafted back in 2016 and this is your rookie season. When did it really sink in to be able to continue to play hockey after college? Um, it probably really didn't sink in until my season was over my senior year. Obviously when you're in college and in the moment, you never really want it to end and then when it does, it kind of is a flip of a switch as to, oh no, what am I doing next? And that's when it was a huge relief that I am still able to to continue my career and have this great opportunity with the whale. Matt Smith follows that up with, what surprised you about playing at the pro level? I think the the level of physical physicality of the game. Um, I knew everyone in this league would be stronger and bigger, but I didn't realize how intense it would be in regards to just the rough play, which is really which is really good as a goalie because it's it's fun to like stay in the game that way and, and compete harder. But I think that surprised me the most, just how much more physical it was going to be than college. How do you think you've adjusted? Um, I think I think pretty well. I mean, it's tough. We're we're two and five, which obviously isn't where we want to be. But I think going into the second half of the year here, um, we're on a on a pretty good note, and we play this weekend, obviously. So um, I don't know. I think. The first, the first exhibition games, it took me a little bit to adjust to the speed, but I think going into the second half, I'm adjusted pretty well. Are you chomping at the bit to get back out there? Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, it seems like it's been a, a bit of a long break, but as you've just mentioned there, the games are back this weekend, which is great. And for yourself, have you set any personal goals for this season? Um, I just want to give my team the best chance to win every day. I mean, that's my, that's my job back in the net, and if I'm doing that, and trying to let in as few goals as possible, that's going to help our team win. So I don't have any specific number goals. I think those are tough to tough to focus on. Like I don't want to just focus on the numbers. Obviously, I just want our team to win. So my main goal is to just give our team the best chance to win every day. So this weekend, the Whale have a chance to be the first team to beat the Riveters. Now, it seems as I'm saying that to every guest that comes on, apart from the Riveters yeah. players, every week on the podcast. I mean, what's your thoughts heading into that game? Um, I think it's a huge, a huge opportunity for us. And I think, I mean, we have nothing but excitement facing that game. Obviously you can say, well, they're undefeated. Aren't you guys nervous? And it's, I mean, in reality, we have nothing to lose. Um, we're going to go out there and, and we're going to give it our best and hopefully we can hand them their first loss of the season and leave everything out there.
I mean, for me, whenever I think about that, it's it's one thing looking at winning streaks, but a winning streak could become a losing streak. A losing streak could become a winning streak at that game. So this is this is a brand new game. Nothing that's happened before that has any real effect on it. Right. And I mean, it is, we, we've seen them already once and we know, I mean, pretty much we do know their team and what they're capable of. So if we can just kind of apply to our strengths and maybe expose some of their weaknesses um i think we could be the team to give them their first loss i don't want to i don't want to speak too confident with that obviously because i don't want to jinx us but i think confidence is the only thing we need going into this game absolutely i mean it's gonna be a, a tremendous game but moving away from the whale for a moment just follow up with some of the the final questions that came in on twitter this week matt smith asks what's your favorite pre-game meal um so i've had a hard time adjusting to pre-game meals this year just because for four years, I ate the same thing at Quinnipiac every year. Um, but now that our game times are they're different and on different days, I've had to switch it up a bit. But I like to go the smoothie route, like a protein smoothie, um, if it's like an afternoon type of game. So I eat, say, around 11. I'll make some type of protein shake. But if it's a night game, I usually go stick pretty bland, like chicken and rice and some veggies about three hours before. How are you finding the road trips? Uh, I like road trips a lot. Um We've only had, I think, two so far, three maybe. Um, but I think road trips are just a good way for the team to kind of forget what else is going on and and uh, just kind of focus on the game. And it's nice because we're all together and we get to eat together and just be a team. And it's it's really fun to be on the road. So it's a good chance for you all to bond together a bit more rather than just being on the ice. Right. Christopher Facilas asks, what's your favorite movie? Uh, she's the Man with Amanda Bynes and also what's your favorite hobby when not playing hockey I love to cook so um, I like I would love to go to culinary school at some point in my life but when I'm not playing hockey or, or working out or coaching I'm pretty much in the kitchen so so with that in mind what's your favorite meal to cook um I like to cook salmon a lot various salmons and and just sides and I meal prep weekly so I don't know it kind of changes but I definitely like to cook fish and meat and finally, Steph asks, what's the emoji you use the most? Um, I saw that question. I had to think about it a little bit, but there's a, there's a little girl emoji that kind of holds your hand up to the side. I think I use that a lot. It's kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like, I think that's definitely my top emoji uses for sure. Excellent. Well, I'd like to thank you for joining me today, Sydney, and I'd like to wish you and the team all the best in 2018. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. Great stuff from Sydney there, and now time for Mie Dench. Delighted to welcome to the podcast Mie Dench of the Metropolitan Riveters. Mie, thanks so much for joining me. How's it going? Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Just before we get going, I'd like to wish you a happy new year, and how was your holiday break? Oh, it was great. A lot of family time, very relaxing. Uh, so I was, I was, I'm from New York, so I was just in New York with my family, and it was really great. Excellent. So let's get to know you a little bit better. You say you're um, from New York, so... Where did you grow up and when did you first start playing hockey? Uh, so I grew up in Manhattan, um, one of the few hockey players born and raised here. I started playing at Chelsea Piers when I was, I, I don't know, I was on skates probably at two years old, maybe, just kind of getting carried around <laughs> with a uh, little plastic skates on my feet. Uh, and then at my first hockey game was probably a house league team when I was about four. Um, and my older brother played um 
mostly because the Rangers won the Stanley Cup in 1994, and he yeah. saw it on TV. He was five years old, so uh, so he kind of pointed and said, I want to do that. Um, so I grew up watching him play, and uh, yeah, I was on the ice pretty young. See, that's one of my great memories of, of hockey in the 90s, the Rangers winning the Cup after that very, very long drought. So I'm sure that inspired a lot of kids around that age to take up the game of hockey. Yeah, I think that's right. I was I was technically alive, but I can't say that I remember it. <laughs> I, uh, I was pretty young. Um, but yeah, no, it was definitely the, the major influence for my brother. Um, and, you know, my dad played in high school, and so he was, he was excited. Let's take a question for a moment. Uh, one of your teammates, Rebecca Russo, sent in a question saying, is it true you used Crayola Kids paint on your face during Nationals in 2009 since there was no more face paint? Um, that is true. Unfortunately, uh, it was the, uh, I, I played Rebecca and I were teammates when we were quite a bit younger when we were U 14s and, uh, uh, she was doing the skills competition and our whole team was there to cheer her on. And we got really into it and like put, wanted to paint our faces, but like couldn't find any real face paint at, at the store. So just kind of improvised in probably the least advisable way possible. <laughs> See, it almost makes me regret in some respects having Rebecca on an earlier episode because ever since then, any teammate or anything like that that I've had on the podcast, Rebecca sends attending a question that leads to a story being told. <laughs> yeah, she has a knack for that. <laughs> so let's move on a little bit. You went to Harvard. What do you remember most about your time there? Oh, gosh. Um well, Harvard Hockey is, uh, you know, in my opinion, is a very special team. It's one of the oldest uh, programs in the country, and so the tradition runs very deep, and it's everything from, you know, tricking the freshmen to um, to a, a more deep-seated team culture. Um, and uh, and it's, I just, I was, I'm so grateful to have gotten to play uh, there for four years and go to school there. Um and uh, if I had to pick one memory, gosh, I'm not even sure. But um, I think some of the some, probably winning the bean pot my junior year was was one of the one of the most satisfying games I've ever played. Excellent. Another question that comes in from Way Fun Guy, who says, "What do you miss most about your time in Boston?" Hmm. <laughs> um, definitely not the Boston sports fans. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but I mean, I, I gotta say it's, uh, it's, it's, it's being on campus and living, you know, two seconds from your very best friends in the world, um, getting to, getting to, you know, college is, is, is a special place and, um, there's nothing really like it. And I'm having, you know, a ton of fun, obviously, uh, playing professionally and everything, but, um, uh, you know, being able to walk down the hall and, and hang out with your friends at, any time you want and you know be challenged in a way that I had never been challenged before both academically and athletically um I you know I, I definitely miss it <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a special time and another follow-up question as well is how often do people mispronounce misspell your name I hope I got it pronounced correctly. oh my goodness <laughs> um so usually if I'm meeting somebody in person unfortunately it's a podcast so I can't do it but I I point to myself and say me and then I wave my arms in the air and say "yay." So it's "me." Uh, is how to is how to pronounce it. Uh, but I, it's rare that somebody gets it right on the first try. I got to say, our our coach Chad Wiseman uh, pretty much nailed it right away. Um, now he calls me the wrong name 
regularly as a joke. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, it happens all the time. <laughs> so let's talk NWHL. You were initially drafted by the Boston Pride. How much did that mean to you? Oh, it was a really special day. I mean, to be in the inaugural draft, you know, the league was 100% potential at that point. You know, it hadn't even, they had, nobody played a game yet. Um, and uh, and to, to be drafted by, you know, the Boston team where, you know, I was, I was currently living, going to school was, um, it was a cool feeling, definitely. And I, the first person I called was my brother, um, of course, having started me off on this long path. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so, yeah, you know, all I can say is it's, it's, I, I feel very um, honored to be in the, in the very first draft. Well, of course, you wouldn't actually put a uniform on as a member of the Boston Pride. You were traded to the Riveters. What did you think about that at the time? Um, well, I mean, it was it was something that um, kind of we all worked out collaboratively. Uh, I, uh, you know, I'm from New York. I had a was going to have a job in New York, and so um, Haley Moore, the GM of Boston, and and Chad and I kind of worked out, uh, and and of course Alex Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Um, were able to to work out kind of a mutually beneficial uh, trade, and and I and I was thrilled. It meant that I could play and uh, and play for my hometown team, and also um, you know take advantage of a really great career opportunity. Um, I I work at the Manhattan DA's office uh, from nine to five, you know, a regular sort of office job, um, and so you know it, it worked out very well for me. This is, of course, the second season with the Riveters. How have you found this season compared to the first season from a personal standpoint? Um, from a personal standpoint, you know, being a rookie is always a little bit uh, unnerving. And, you know, it's fun because it's all, it's all nerves and, and energy. But, um, you know, it's similar to, you know, whenever you, you change the level at which you're playing, um, it takes some adjustment. And so this year I definitely feel personally a lot more comfortable in the ice, a lot more comfortable with my teammates, um, and with the pace of the game and, and all of that. Um, and, and, you know, on top of that, it's a very different season with it being an Olympic year and everything. So, so there are some other changes in that regard as well. Um, and obviously, uh, the Riveters are, are having a heck of a start. So, um, so that's been, uh, a little bit different from last year as well. No, absolutely. And Dan Rice asks, is this the best start you've ever had in a season personally and as a team? Um, <laughs> I think yes to both has got to be the answer. Uh, I had our, my college team had a couple of pretty good starts a few seasons, but I don't think we ever went seven and zero. And and me personally, I, I I mean, I don't know, maybe when I was like a squirt or something, but not not that I can remember. <laughs> Do you have any game day rituals? Uh, I have a lot of game day rituals. Uh, <laughs> it would take a while to list all of them, um, but each year I kind of get into a, a different, a slightly different groove um, and, you know, stick with a ritual as long as it works. And then once it stops working, I'll switch it up. But so far, nothing's changed yet this season. I guess uh, the, um, let's see, what's a fun one I can think of? I, the the, uh, the most, the, the cockiest one I have is that I listen to Ego by Beyonce <laughs> before every game <laughs> because it's, it, the song is just all um, strut. It's all confidence. And, <laughs> uh, and so so that's sort of a fun one that I have. Excellent. And, of course, this weekend, the Riveters played a whale. You're putting the winning streak on the line. What's your thoughts on that game? Uh, it'll be a fun one, I think. Um, the whales, are, they're, they're a really hardworking team, um, and they've 
they've got a lot of talent. And so um, I think, you know, they've also gotten the chance to play a game last weekend and had a couple of practices. So, you know, we definitely don't want to underestimate them. And uh, we just want to uh, start off 2018 like we finished 2017 um, and just keep keep getting better every game and uh, and just play play the way we we know we can. You've also just been chosen to represent the NWHL team against the U.S. women's national team. How much does that mean to you? Oh, it's going to be a, a lot of fun. Um, you know, the game is going to be really fast, and it's an honor to be, you know, part of the preparation for our U.S. team to play in the Olympics. Um, and uh, I know a lot of the players on that team. I have a tremendous amount of respect for them, and and um, you know, obviously, I'm a I'm a huge fan, and I'm pulling for them. So to get to play an active role in that uh, is, like I said, it's an honor. Uh, and and apart from that, I'm just really excited for the game. I think it'll be a really fun game to play in, um, and uh, and I hope we give them I hope we give them a, a real run for their money. No, absolutely, it'd be great to get some warmer weather, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Another question from Rivs Nation who says, what type of off-ice work slash hobbies are you involved in? Well, obviously, you've mentioned your job previously, so what about your hobbies? Um, so my hobbies, well, I like cooking almost as much as I like eating. So uh, so I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be a better cook and, and learn some new, some new skills in the kitchen. Um, and, uh, you know, I, my brother's a filmmaker, so I love watching movies. Um, and, uh, and, you know, a really good TV show or, um, things like that. Um, yeah, you know, I like reading. I like, uh, you know, I, I live right on the Hudson river. So, uh, especially in the summer, not so much in these months, but I really like rollerblading or biking up. Sometimes, uh, Bray Ketchum and I will meet, <laughs> we'll meet before work around six in the morning and go for a rollerblade for an hour up the Hudson. That's a lot of fun. Um, so, you know, I like to, you know, do anything related to sports, um, basically is kind of in my wheelhouse excellent couple more just before i let you go christopher vasilis asks favorite movie favorite movie uh little miss sunshine um i saw it when i was like 12 years old and just laughed my butt off so <laughs> i've always loved that movie i think it's hilarious and finally from steph what emoji do you use the most oh <laughs> um I, I don't think I have one go-to, but I recently have found myself using the like woman slapping her forehead emoji quite a bit, which I don't think is a good thing because <laughs> it sort of, it probably means that I've been, you know, doing something embarrassing <laughs> more than I probably should. But, um, but yeah, I think that's, that's probably up there. So classic face palm then. Yeah. Face palm. Exactly. <laughs> I'd like to thank you for joining me today on the podcast and I'd like to wish you and the team all the best. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Excellent stuff from Mie and that just about wraps up today's episode. I'd like to thank Sydney and Mie for joining me on Women's Hockey Digest. Every week I'll be joined by players from the NWHL to discuss hockey and much more. But for now I've been your host Stephen Edwards. You can find me on Twitter at TalkSportStephen. You can find the podcast at WH Digest. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or your podcast app. All the details will be in the episode notes, but until next time, it's a good night for me.